0: welcome wealth warriors this is tiz Gambacortas' no bs podcast the only podcast that delivers the uncensored truth about business and investing success from the trenches straight to your earbuds download a free copy of the no bs guide to wealth at guide.tiz.tv and now once again it's time to claim back the no bs truth about success and wealth Hey, what's up, Uh, this is Tiz Gambacorta and you may know by now or you may be finding out um, just by coming across this video, that a big um, company, big online business opportunity company, a big online education company, um, has recently and abruptly suspended operations. The name of this company is MOB or My Online Business Education. They used to be called uh, My Online Business Empire, um, the company was primarily run by uh, someone called Matt Lloyd or Matthew Lloyd. Um, and although I don't know him personally, um, I have been um, looking at what they were doing uh, for a short amount of time, and I know um, very well some of their top promoters and t- top affiliates being uh, coming from you know an, an affiliate uh, past myself. So uh, what happened? Well, uh, I think back end of last week, um, suddenly all of their websites went down so uh, it's not one website it was all of them um, and no one didn't really know what was going on. Um, I, I actually I think um, some of the well I think the content uh, that Mob and Matt Lloyd were putting out uh, on their blog was, was actually very good very inspirational some, some good uh, business advice out there and suddenly I noticed that you know the, the blog was offline and They've always been very active on, on social media, uh, Instagram, uh, you know, email, etc. So it was really strange. And initially, uh, I thought it was a technical glitch, although unlikely because you know, when when you have uh, when you have an uh, an online business and especially an online business of, of that scale, then you know the last thing you want to have is is websites down. Um, and, you know, typically, even if it happens, I, I have a software business myself, um, you know, and, and a number of other um, key websites um, that, you know, those are websites that if anything happens or if they go down, you typically, you know, they would get fixed, um, you know, within within minutes, okay? Um, the, um, uh, there are essentially, it's, it's a company that um, they actually wanted me to consult for them. They You know they had a whole monitoring room, uh, and they had three people in there, 24/7, and all they were doing is is monitoring systems, making sure that the website was up, uh, that the um, payment systems were up, uh, that essentially all the key pieces of software in the operation worked as it should. So um, again, a business of that size, very unlikely that you have websites going down for an extended period of time, but yet that's what happened. Um, And initially, you know, everyone thought it was a technical glitch. Um, It turned out it wasn't. Um, And again, I hear the purpose of this video is to provide some perspective. Uh, I have have gone through some of their programs and I know, like I said, uh, very well, some of their top guys, um, both affiliates and also actually people working within the company. Um, I have never um, attended any of their higher level masterminds. Um, So... What I'm giving you here is a perspective from an outsider uh, that's completely unbiased. Okay, I have uh, no interest whatsoever in, in in portraying reality one side or the other side. Um, I have invested, you know, some time in research. I, I've, I've looked at what they've done. I think it was very good, um, but you know, I'm not someone who's made a ton of money with them, and therefore, you know, it's, it's going to have a very biased perspective. Or, or someone who's lost a ton of money with them and therefore is going to you know, um, paint them as, as the worst thing on earth. So um, what's, what happened is that the um, U.S. Federal Trade Commission, or the FTC, uh, uh, which is the authority in charge of uh, protecting the U.S. consumer. So they are the ones in charge of making sure that commerce, whether it's online and offline, is fair. Um, and they're typically the ones who will go after investigating fraud, Ponzi schemes, um, that type of thing. Or um, not necessarily online, but it could also be, you know, things like misleading advertising. And so essentially what happened is that back end of last week, um, and all this information is, is from public record, it's available on the internet, um, they, filled, they, they filed a, what is called an ex parte, um, uh, I think it's an inju- injunction, uh, with a court and a court granted what is called um, uh, a TRO, so a temporary restraining order, and so, effectively, that um, allowed the FTC uh, to suspend uh, all of MoB's websites, uh, all of their hosting, and uh, uh, all of their payment processing, uh, freeze their bank accounts. Essentially, pretty much, uh, Bill uh, bring the business to hold. And so, that's that's what happened out of the blue. Now, the ex-party part of the of the, of the um, injunction is that essentially all of that. Happens um, before the business itself is notified. So, because they believe that, um, well, the FTC requested this, so the FTC went to a court. Um, again, I'm not. Uh, I've studied law. I'm not a, a, a practicing lawyer. So, this is my understanding of it. Um, do not take this as as legal advice. It's just a very simplistic understanding of what happened. Um, and so, essentially, the FTC went to a court. I think it, it, it was in Florida, and they say we have to believe that this business is violating. The law um, and for all these reasons therefore we request uh, uh, seizing their assets, we request uh, seizing business operations um, and we also request this um, order to be parte, meaning that essentially they fear that if the business would be notified that this investigation and, and lawsuit is taking place then they fear that the business would um, essentially dissipate or would kind of you know that the business would um, kind of uh, take the money out of all the bank accounts and and pretty much you know empty the business of any money before the FTC can seize the assets so the way that this is done is that they seize the assets they seize business operations including stopping websites and payment processing etc even before notifying the business so that the business that is the logic doesn't have uh, an opportunity to dissipate or, or to kind of spend the assets or move them elsewhere. So that's what happened, and obviously, eventually, um, the, um, the, the, the business was notified of this. And also, um, as I understand, um, there is also a gag order, so essentially, the, the business uh, or its employees are not allowed to talk about the case or uh, their business online, okay? So essentially, they cannot make any comments online, whether it's social media or otherwise, about what's, um, what's happening. Uh, now they can talk about other things but you know as you can imagine they're obviously uh, preoccupied with bigger uh, issues at the moment than just you know being on the internet and on social media talking about things um, so that's that's what happened now this is uh, came as a very big surprise uh, for a lot of people because they many people had invested you know north of 10 50 sometimes even a hundred thousand with this company uh, the idea with this company was that, Essentially, you would um, buy their products and you would then be able to promote those products as an affiliate and you would get a commission. Um, and, you know, there, there's a lot of people who made a lot of money, a lot of very good money with them. Um, I actually uh, considered promoting them uh, a few years back and eventually decided that it kind of, it wasn't my focus. That niche altogether wasn't my focus. Um, they, they had, you know, in my opinion... Good products. Um, they they were teaching sound uh, business fundamentals, uh, and can, of you know, and of course, products have always been improved. But overall, I think that they they had good products, and a lot of people they had invested a lot of money with them. They were making a lot of money out of it, and some people even built their whole business around it. So essentially, they were you know they were hundred percent relying on this company to. Sell products on their behalf, so the, the these people were affiliates for Moab. Um and so they relied one hundred percent on Moab, uh generating commissions for them every month, and it worked um, you know some of them were making five ten twenty even a hundred thousand a month uh, with them so uh, my online business education in mob really uh, did very well for these people and they had you know their whole livelihood around this and and because it was a very profitable um, product to promote for these people. They centered the whole business. All they were doing was driving leads to this company. And then this lead, this company would sell products and pay back a commission to these affiliates. And now, suddenly out of the blue, um, you know, we're talking about uh, people having, you know, $10,000, $20,000 uh, a month and beyond in, in income suddenly disappear um, in two ways. First of all, so as I understand, they paid the commission's every month and they pay commissions up to the beginning of June. Um, And then obviously it it is extremely unlikely that they will pay any commissions going forward. Now no one knows what can happen and what what will happen in the future but it's extremely unlikely in the sense that technically uh, now the whole company is under receivership and all of the assets uh, have been frozen so very likely that they will continue paying uh, any commissions that are still old and I'll comment more on that later. so not only they lost their commissions for, you know, the first half of June, but on top of that, all the leads that they had generated that were in the pipeline with Mob, um with Matlog's group, now suddenly they're gone, right? Because the, the, the business is not there anymore. There's no products to promote. There's no salespeople to sell it, the, them to sell the products to the leads. There's no uh, payment processing. There's no bank accounts that can take payments. There's no bank accounts that can even pay out the commissions. Um, so the whole... You know, it's it's a double whammy. Um, and again, I was I was, you know, blessed enough that I was involved in this. But some people have lost a lot of money with their initial investment because you had to pay a lot of money to even become an affiliate, um, with the commissions that were due, and also with all the leads that they had generated going forward. So it's a pretty pretty bad situation, and I really empathize uh, with those people. Um, the reality is that you know very little is being said online about this, um, especially as um, those who were involved in promoting this company—they're all sh- they're all shutting up—but they're, they're not saying anything because they are. Well, first of all, no one really knows what's going on, and you know theoretically there is a chance that the FTC could not only sue the company, but the FTC could also, um, in addition to suing Mob, could also sue the individual affiliates, because they were, well, they could argue whether this is the case or not, is a different story, that's for the court to decide. They could argue that as an affiliate who were promoting a company that was running, uh, quote unquote, an illegal scheme, then they were complicit in an illegal uh, business venture. And therefore, in theory, um, the FTC could come after not just Mo but also the affiliates, which is why a lot of the top earners uh, are not saying anything about this, which is incredible. So why did all this happen? And, um, you know, if you go to, to mobe.com, the main website, there is a link to the uh, receiver. So, the law firm who's in charge of um, managing uh, all the assets of the company and who's in charge of managing the, the, the company through um, this whole uh, transition process. Now, let's be clear. What happened here is that the FTC has sued Moab, okay, um, and eventually the final decision will sit with the courts. Okay, so the, the FTC sued Moab and mobe as the defendant um, will present its case and eventually, um, you know, obviously the courts will decide. Now, this process can take a very long time. And in this, you know, throughout this whole period, the company has to seize um, any operations, assets are frozen for Moab, and also, um, you know, the, the, it seems like any employees uh, and any part of anyone working for the business or owning the business, um, cannot make any comments as as we said earlier uh, online so um, the only information that's available out there is uh, publicly available information that has been filed with the courts um, which is not a bad thing so in that respect um, I, I, I went through all the paperwork and I was kind of you know curious I thought okay this is actually was actually quite a good company with a good business model and it's changed the life for for many people um, you know why why did this happen and let's be clear okay it's it, I think they, they made about uh, the core documents. They said they it, it had about $125 million in revenue overall, okay? And it looks like, um, you know, a few people were unhappy. So in that respect, let's be clear, right? When you have such large numbers, when you have tens of thousands of customers, naturally, you know, just by the law of large numbers, there are bound to be some people who are unhappy. That's just part of business, right? Even if you look at Amazon, um, one of the companies, perhaps, that has the best customer support ever, right? I'm sure you still will you will still find people who complain about Amazon and who are unhappy with that. So, in relation to MOB, I went through the paperwork and I was kind of trying to understand well, what exactly, what charges is exactly the FTC bringing along, bringing against MOB and My Online Business Education and, and all of their companies, and. I mean, the, the, the evidence is very light. I mean, there are, um, you know, there seems to be a, a, some um, declarations from people who said how, uh, you know, they were unhappy with the product, how the product didn't work, it didn't help them. The product was very expensive. Well, okay, let me tell you right away. On that point, I mean, uh, it, it, it's, you know, any company that sells any product at scale will have some people that... Um, that are not happy with the product. Either, you know, something due to the company's fault, granted, or it could be just that, you know, due to the customer's fault, he didn't follow the steps. Um, Or he just didn't use the product, didn't take action, didn't, you know, follow um, the the system to get the results. And so, again, that's very anecdotal evidence. Um, Then there are, um, again, these are all accusations, okay? There's a difference between accusations and, you know, what the court determines to be true. Okay, so as it stands, the court hasn't reviewed any of the evidence. So a lot of the information that we have are the accusations uh, brought by the FTC. And let's be clear, the FTC, even though it's, it's a U.S. federal um, government entity in charge of protecting consumers, in this case, the FTC is is um, suing. Okay, so the FTC will make a long list of accusations with what they believe is evidence, and then the court will decide. So um, the fact that the FTC is stating something, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily accurate, doesn't mean that it's necessarily true, okay? Um, now, of course, you know, they, they're a government entity, they know what they're doing, so they wouldn't, you know, they, um, you know, the claims that they're bringing forward have to be somehow reasonable and accurate, but they may not all be accurate, or they may not be accurate at all, that's up to the courts to decide, and that hasn't happened yet. Um, so, um, so yeah. So there is, you know, customers complaining that the product didn't work. Well, again, by the law of large numbers, um, you know, it's 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 bound to happen. It's it's like saying, well, you know, uh, someone ever, someone once had a a you know a, uh, a, a a you know a piece of chicken at KFC, and then he got sick, and therefore all of the KFCs around the world must be shut down because. Uh, you know, the chicken is not good uh, and it's unhealthy. Well, you know, regardless of health considerations, right, it can just happen that, you know, the product doesn't work for some people. Um, some more of the evidence is, um, well, some more of the accusations is they're saying, well, the company Mob, uh didn't uh, honor uh, money back and refund guarantees. Now, if you read the paperwork, it doesn't say that Mob never honored refund and money back guarantees. It said that sometimes it didn't. Okay. Again, anecdotal evidence. Okay. These are accusations that are brought forward. Um, in this case, what needs to be uh, determined by the court is whether, you know, sometimes there are T's and C's to be followed um, to get a refund for a specific product. And now what needs to be determined is whether, um, the, um, whether that is true or whether it's the customer's fault. Uh, that he didn't, he or she didn't get a refund because he didn't follow the steps or whatever the refund the guarantee period expired, whatever it is, right? Again, um, it's, it's, you know, the court need to, the court will have to decide. Um, but it's interesting to note how the FTC is not saying, again, none of the refunds were honoured. That's some of them. And some of them may just be those kind of um, borderline cases where either Moab was wrong or the customer was wrong. Okay, um, and they're always, you know, they, especially when you deal with such a large number of transactions. We're talking 125 million dollars in sales. Um, you know, there, there are going to be a few gray cases, um, and you know, we'll we'll see what comes out of it. Um, another um, charge that the FTC brought against Mobe is, um, you know, out of tens of thousands of uh, customers uh, that the company had. Um, you know, very few customers achieved the results that the company uh, presented. Okay, so the company was presenting how, you know, people could make uh, six figures uh, in income very quickly, sometimes just in the space of a few months. Um, and the FTC said, well, you know, the majority of people are not achieving that. As a matter of fact, uh, they quoted, and that's true. The Mob website had that the average revenue per Mob. Uh, customer or consultant was about $250, okay? Um, and I think that, you know, that is, that is true, okay? Um, now, the thing is, is that m- the reality is that most people um, will not take action. Most people will not go through the program, will not go through the course, will not follow the steps, will not t- put in the, the time, effort, work, and dedication to get the results. Therefore, as a result they ain't going to get the results. Um, And so my question is, how do you explain then that some people got, you know, very good results, we're talking hundreds of thousands in income, sometimes even millions of dollars in income, um, out of applying the system and and, and, um, reselling most products, um, and then, um, you know, the majority of people didn't. Well, what matters is not whether... um, the majority of people get results or not, the question is whether those who follow the steps and who do the work, put the time, effort, and dedication get the results, okay? So, and and it's it's like saying, well, you know, um, people who go to college or university, right? Well, not all of them go to have, not all of them get a job. That's true. Not all of them get a good job. Not all of them go on to making, you know, um, a, a healthy income, Um, from, you know, thanks to their degree, right? Some people, you know, will never get a job because they don't even apply. Does that mean that the college system, that the university is a scam? Well, you know, there's there's some issues with the educational system um, as a whole, and that's a whole separate conversation that I cover, um, in some other, um, I can cover some other place. But does that mean that that specific a, a university or college is a scam? Because not everyone got a job. No, if someone doesn't, you know, doesn't put the work to finish the degree, they ain't get, a, they ain't gonna finish the degree. Chances are that they ain't gonna get a job, right? And even those who get a job, people out of the same batch, have following exactly the same system, exactly the same college, exactly the same education, will get different degrees of success. Okay a very small majority of them will go on to you know, make millions throughout their career. And the vast majority of them will either not get a job at all or will get a very mediocre job. I remember reading a study when I was in, in, uh, in college myself that showed how um, out of the same group of people, out of the same batch um, in college, okay, if you analyze how much money throughout their career those who got out of college with top grades made versus those who got out of the same college batch with average grades made, okay? So essentially, they compared out of the same batch, those who graduated with top marks, how much did they make throughout their career? Those who graduated with average marks, how much did they make? And that was crazy. Like, there, there was a $2 million income gap. There was a $2 million income gap, meaning that with the same course, the same professors, the same system, at the same time in history, the same economic environment and economic opportunities, those who put in the time, work and effort and dedication to get the highest results in college would go on on average to make $2 million more throughout their career than those who just put in average results. And obviously those who didn't, sorry, than those who put in average work. Um, and obviously those who didn't put in any work at all, then they just want not get their degree. So point being here is that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunately the reality that, you know, the fact that people have bought a mobile product, um, you know, doesn't mean that they're going to get the result, right? They need to follow the system. So by, by saying, well, you know, they bought a product from my online, online business education and they didn't um, get the result, well, that's totally meaningless. It's like me saying, well, I enrolled in this college, and I paid the first year's tuition fee, and then I did ab- did absolutely nothing for the next ten years, and I didn't get a job, right? Oh, therefore, you know, the, the 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 college doesn't work. The college is a scam, and as a matter of fact, I should get all of my money back. It's absolutely ridiculous an- as an argument, um, and yet that's that's the same argument that the FTC are making against MoB here. Um, so, um, you know, I think that's uh, um, that's an element here of um you know kind of the I think the FTC is taking a bit of a, a uh, if i may a bit of a populist approach here okay um it's it's not the fact that the fact that it didn't work for some people is can be very misleading in itself now there is one thing that I've always had um questions about uh, mobe um and that the FTC raised, which is that uh, in all of the marketing that mobe did the the results that were showed um, that people were getting, um, and I believe that those results were real results. Okay, uh, I know a lot of those people personally. Um, they were all from people who were making money out of selling and reselling Mobes products. Okay, so you would join Mob, you would buy the products, they would teach you how to do internet marketing, and all of the results and the success stories that were shown were people um, were people who were selling and reselling Mob products. Therefore, um, they didn't really focus on. What type of results um, did people get um, by applying the Mo principles outside of Mo? Okay, um, so how has it changed people's lives by, you know, improving the way they do business outside of Mo? Right. It was always about I made this much money selling Mo products, um, and I've gone through some of the programs. I've gone through some of the content. Um, and, you know, I think the, the, the content is good. I think, um, you know, I am sure that it has created some pretty amazing results for people outside of Mobe, but that wasn't portrayed. And as a matter of fact, a few days ago, um, there was a, a testimonial contest launched by Moab um, uh, asking people to submit testimonials on the results that they got outside Uh, Of Mo, so by using Mo products and Mo trainings, um, but you know what, kind of sharing the results that they got by using that content uh, outside of Mo, so in their business, in their life, etc., etc. So um, that's kind of you know most of the evidence that the FTC brought to the table, which um, is very anecdotal. Okay, Um, they are you know picking um, and choosing people who've had bad experiences with the company and any business, uh, especially of a certain scale, you can pick and choose people who have had bad experience with it. Um, The fact that, you know, people, um, that most people didn't get the results they anticipated, uh, then um, difficult to say because there's no analysis on how much time and effort they put in to get those results. So again, you know, here the, the FTC is bringing some points against Moab, that I think are, are kind of very shallow, and will, it will be in, very interesting to see what the courts decide. I think there's a court hearing at the end of June. Um, now, in all fairness, I think there's there's that argument to be fa- to be made that at least apparently, um, you know, all of the mo- the money that people were making with Mo was with reselling Mo products, as opposed to the product having a real um, you know real life use case outside of Mo. Now, I believe. Uh, that the product does have it. And I believe, and I know people who've got great results with applying MOBE training outside of, you know, selling MOBE. Uh, But the the sad reality is that there wasn't much of that shown around. So what's happening now? Um, Well, from uh, publicly available information, the uh, all the websites are still down. They're redirecting to uh, the uh, receiver's website. Um, And, you know, the, the... the the company legally still exists, but it it has ceased to operate. So uh, there's no customer support. You cannot access any of the products that you bought. Um, they won't in my they won't be able, as it stands, to pay any uh, uh, commissions or, or receive any money. Obviously until until the next uh, legal step takes place. So that's where we are now. Um, for all intents and purposes, you know, obviously if, if you have been promoting Mob or if you're intending to promote Mob. Uh, you know sees all promotions because it just it just won't go anywhere like the website is not working anymore people cannot call in people cannot pay just it, it it's everything is frozen um, so it's as if the company didn't exist uh, so where do we go from now well we see what happens after the the hearing at the end of June um, I've seen a number of, of companies being taken down by the FTC um, uh, including um, a a a close acquaintance of mine that I met many years ago. And in in from the cases that I've seen, I think in most instances, the FTC had uh, grounds uh, to shut down the business, okay? Um, in uh, this case, uh, I believe that uh, the FTC is standing on very shaky grounds to take down MOPE. Uh, so again, technically, you, you will read around that, you know, the FTC shuts down MOPE, uh, that's technically not accurate. So, as it stands, the FTC has sued Mob and has um, gained uh, a, a temporary restraining order to seize business activities, freeze assets, etc. Okay, so it has frozen the business and it cannot operate. Technically, there is still a chance that um, once they go to court, uh, that if the court finds uh, finds out against the FTC then that the, the business is, is allowed to operate again or um, there may, may be kind of a some type of in-between situation. So technically, the FTC has not shut down Moab, at least not forever. Um, it has temporarily um, been successful in getting the court to approve the temporary shutdown of Moab. Now, what next from here? Um, I'll be very, very interested I'll be, uh, and I'll be watching out closely what's going to happen uh, with uh, with this hearing, because, again, I've gone through the paperwork, I I believe, and I can see that the, the evidence to anyone who has a grain of salt um, in his mind is very anecdotal, okay? Some of the points that they're making are either, um, you know, picking and choosing, or are points that are valid to any business. Again, it's like saying, you know, someone eats a, a chicken thigh out of KFC, they get sick, KFC worldwide is a scam; it must be shut down. Okay, um, so I believe that this this evidence is 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 not very solid. For again, anyone who who understands how the business, uh, how you know how business in general works, and it would be very interesting to see, um, you know, what the courts say. So for now, everything is on hold. Uh, practically speaking, um, you know, let's analyze the scenarios. Basically, scenarios that um, the is that. Uh, the court finds out, against the FTC, finds out that MoB is a perfectly legit business and, uh, you know, the business starts to operate again. I think that's, you know, in the grand scheme of things, realistically fairly unlikely. Uh, the And also the fact that obviously there will be a, a very big reputational scar uh, against MoB. Um, you know, being sued by the FTC, even if, um, in, in the unlikely event that the FTC completely loses the, the, the case, it's still a big reputational car. Now, that being said, there have been a lot of marketers in the past that have been sued by the FTC and, uh, you know, they've turned things around. They, they got over it. They lost against the FCC, but they got over it. Um, and now, you know, they're very well-respected marketers, just like Matt Lloyd um, is, right? Moeb and, and Matt Lloyd, generally speaking, is, is a very well-respected guy um, in, in the online business industry. So that's that. Um, now, chances are that, you know, I think the realistic best case scenario is that, um, you know, the court will find that some of the points that the FTC is raising against Mob are valid. Um, and therefore, uh, you know, they're, they may be forcing to change some of the business practices that Mobe was putting in place. Um, or, um, you know, they may be forcing to change some, some parts of the business model, et cetera, et cetera. Or you know the, the worst case scenario is that the court finds that you know the the, the points, the evidence that the FTC is bringing against Mob is absolutely valid. Therefore, the just the shutdown is completely justified. That the shutdown is permanent, and therefore the company goes into liquidation, which effectively means that the company is closed down. They sell the assets of the company, um, and pretty much you know they they uh, then there is also an element of potentially. Uh, if the court again finds out that the FCC is right, of you know paying damages and reimbursing all the people, all the people who have been uh, scammed uh, by Mobe, okay, so um, you know that's a huge kind of war. So essentially, the company will, will shut down. They look at okay, how much. They sell everything. How much money do we have? How much company does the com- how much money does the company have? And then they will start, you know, paying back hopefully suppliers, hopefully affiliates, hopefully employees, and also they will start reimbursing all those people who they think have been scammed by Mob. So that's kind of the worst case scenario. I think, you know, realistically speaking, the chances that Mob um, gets back on track after this this FTC um, lawsuit and this FTC temporary shutdown, at least temporary. Are pretty slim. Um, I think best case scenario is that you know Mob has to significantly um, restructure its business model, uh, regardless whether its business model is is you know is breaking the law or not. That that will find out. Uh, the court will find out. Um, we'll have to restructure its business model, and um, you know uh, it may just have to shut down altogether. Now it's it's you know from from a personal perspective, um, this becomes. Uh, you know, a, a very bad outcome. Uh, especially, you know, if you've invested in MOBE, uh, if you were due a lot of commissions for MOBE, um, and also for, for um, you know, Matt Lloyd, um, you know, essentially all the assets are stripped out. Essentially, you know, the, the, it's, 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 any, any money that anyone has made can theoretically be clawed back. Okay, so any money that the owners made, gone, disappears. Uh, any money uh, potentially that the has made, potentially gone, disappears. Any commissions that you, you're due, gone. Any money that you've invested to buy the products, gone. Um, any, any, you know, masterminds or events that you were due to attend, gone. So it's, it's a very bad outcome. Um, but hey, that's, that's, I mean, that's what we're looking at. Uh, I think realistically speaking, the chances of Mob coming back on track, um, very slim. Uh, regardless, again, unfortunately, of what we think. Uh, about you know how solid the the evidence that the FTC has against Moab, um, as far as the FTC is concerned, they are as good. Um And obviously you know it's 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 you know the reality is that in theory the court should decide independently uh, between you know the plaintiff and the defendant. The reality is that um, you know obviously the FTC is is, is a part of the government. Uh, they have a lot of you know, they have a lot of uh, financial resources and also legal expertise because that's what they do for a living. You know, they, they go f- around, um, you know, uh, finding cases just like this. So, you know, they know what they're doing. They have a lot of resources. They have time on their a- hand. Um, you know the, 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 Regardless of the evidence, I think they, unfortunately, due to their position, due to the fact that they are the FTC, they stand a pretty decent shot at uh, shutting down MOPE. Um That's that's a reality. So for you, what do you do going forward? Well, um, you know, first of all, I empathize. It sucks. And I was shocked myself. I was very surprised uh, because, again, I've seen some other businesses go down and some other businesses, I was kind of, you know, I was surprised it it hadn't happened any earlier. Um, In the case with MoB and and the FTC coming on them, I was very surprised. I don't think anyone uh, was aware of the investigation. Um, it, It came as a shock to everyone. So what do you do? Well, you know, it's it's unfortunately this is, you know, the one of the risks with affiliate marketing. You know, whether you're promoting a seventeen dollar Clickbank ebook and you know, the vendor's website goes down or the vendor decides to shut down the offer, or whether you're promoting a, a thirty sixty thousand dollars MOB mastermind, um it's the same problem, which is well, it's a double edged sword. You don't have to do any of the product development, you don't have to do any customer support, you know, those are all the benefits, you know, and many more. Um, you know, it's a very easy business model to start. It's very cash flow positive very early on. There's many advantages to affiliate marketing. Unfortunately, you know, the flip side of that is that if anything happens with the vendor, if like the offer is gone, okay? So here, diversification is key, okay? Um, I, I really feel for, for those, um, and I know a few of those uh, people who have invested a lot of time in, and have focused most of their business on, on promoting and making money out of mobile. Uh, because now that's, you know, we're looking at, you know, uh, a lot of money in, in passive income going away every month. So the the, again, the, you know, the positive message here that I would like to wrap this up on is, I think you will have learned a lot of you know, valuable internet marketing skills and valuable business skills with Moab, with the programs, with their masterminds. That is something that the FCC cannot take away from you. Um, so does it suck? Absolutely. It totally sucks. To, you know, some people have invested, you know, $100,000 or more just in programs with Moab. Um, it sucks to lose all of that. It sucks to lose the, the commissions that you are due. It sucks to lose, you know, the money that you invested with Moab. It sucks to lose, you know, all the leads that would then have turned into sales in a, over the next few weeks and months. It sucks. Um, you know, as entrepreneurs, I would just say move on. Um, it's, it's it's These things happen. Um, and not specifically with Moab. Um, you know, the, the reality is that it's, it's not the first time it happens. Sometimes it's justified, sometimes it's not. Um, and it will happen again. So just move on and, and diversify uh, your sources of income and use those skills uh, to, um, you know, either launch your own products or or maybe promote some other opportunity. But if you do, make sure that you diversify, make sure you do your due diligence, but most importantly, you make sure that that is not the only source of income that you have. It can be one of the bigger ones, but make sure that you have other as big um, income streams coming in. Again, um, you know, I'm I'm not here to sell you anything. There are no links to buy anything uh, around this video, below this video. Um, This is just my opinion, my thoughts, on something that I was very shocked to see happen. I, I, uh, some programs, you know, you look at them and you think, okay, well, how long is this gonna take before the FTC comes after them? Some programs like this, I was really shocked. And again, I still believe that there is very little evidence um, that, you know, for for what has happened. Um, Now, uh, you know, this is not legal advice. I'm just relying on publicly available information. I don't have any insider information. Don't contact me for that. it's just my kind of, and, and, and you know, I, it, someone who's been around for many years, who's, who's seen a lot of things online, um, and who's, you know, who's day in, day out, um, you know, speaking, interacting and, and with these people and doing business online. Um, and again, not legal advice, it's just my perspective. Um, I would say, look, it sucks. Leverage the skills that you have to build other income streams. Um, it's, we'll see what happens. I think, um, you know, Matt Lloyd, from what I can see, is a very smart, very shrewd entrepreneur. Um, and I think, you know, worst case scenario, um, you know, let's say he ends up with nothing. Let's say the FTC win on every single point and Mob is completely shut down, stripped down of assets. The affiliates are gone. The sales team is gone. um everyone's gone okay the whole team is gone well um you know i think i think he will do well he's a very strong entrepreneur and and i'm sure you know we've all you know we've all made mistakes no business is perfect um and i think you know he he will come up with something else uh you know if he if he's made mistakes i don't know um you know he will learn from his, his mistakes and build on that and come up with with something else much bigger much better just like other marketers have done in the past, right? I'm not going to make any names, but a lot of the marketers that you see online now who are big names, they have been sued by the FTC. They overcame it. So it sucks. You know, I'm sure he's, he's losing a lot of money. You're losing a lot of money. A lot of people have lost a lot of money. Um, and I think this has kind of become a bit of a lose-lose situation, but that's a separate conversation. Um, I think he'll come out of this, you know, it sucks. He'll come up with something else. He learned from any mistakes that he did. Um... And, you know, come up with something bigger and better. I think one of the key things that I'm I'm taking away from this, this, um, um, what's happened so far is the importance of personal branding. Because, you know, the FTC can come after Moab, can come after Matt Lloyd, can come up after, after, you know, their top people. They've also, in the same uh, um, court case, sued um, his um, um, head of event sales, uh, Russ Whitney, or Winters, I think, and also uh, his CFO, Um, the name escapes me. So the, you know, they can take everything away. Okay, they can destroy the business, they can shut it down, they can liquidate everything, take away all the money, all the assets, everything. But the the personal brand, Matt Lloyd's former mob, that is something that will stay forever. That's not something that they can ever take away. And so I'm sure he will leverage that. And again, he's he's very well respected. Um, Again, you know, no one's perfect. Um, he's very well respected in the community. I'm sure he come up with something else. So, you know, from your perspective, it just sucks. Um, Move on. It's easy to say. I know, I get it. Um, I've been in similar situations in the past. It's, look, it's part of doing business. Um, Obviously, you know, if you can, especially if you've paid by credit card, um, there's this thing called, um, you can go to the bank or your credit card institution and ask for your transaction to be reversed. Right. So, if you've recently paid for a Mo product with your credit card, you can still uh, you could try and, and uh, go to the your bank or credit card institution and say, "Look, you know, there's an FTC um, you know suit uh, lawsuit here. Um, you know, I believe that this is fraud, even though it's not. But that's how the system works. Um, you know, here's the FTC court case. Here's all the FTC evidence. I'd like the transaction to be reversed and to have my money back. Will that work? I'm not sure. Um, you know, there's a lot of variables in there, but it's, it's worth trying. All right, so um, that was kind of you know my my thoughts, my opinion, my experience from publicly available data on the FTC suing MOB or My Online Business Education and Matt Lloyd. Um, I feel I feel for for a lot of people, and I can see a lot of people who invest a lot of money and they're very disappointed and it sucks. They don't know what to do. Uh, you know they're lost because the reality in all this is that you know with the FTC lawsuit came this gag order, which means that you know, all the Mobe team who were previously very active and very supportive on social media and on the internet now cannot say a single thing. Um, so a lot of people who are relying on MOB for inspiration, for next steps, what to do with business, for guidance. Now, not only the business is gone, but all of that support, that psychological and mindset support is gone, uh, which really sucks. So, um, look, um, I would say on the safe side, I wouldn't bank on, on Mo being back. I wouldn't bank on getting your money back. If you do, great, happy days. Um, you know, just capitalize on your skills that you have, learn from this experience, and those skills no one can take ever away from you. And and uh, if you're looking for other opportunities, uh, there are a few out there. Um, or, uh, you know, if you're looking to maybe build your own brand, build your own product, obviously that's that's a much more... In my opinion, long-term sustainable uh, business, or of course, you can do both, uh, which I think is is the best way. You know, you promote some people's products as an affiliate, but you also have your own products um, so that, you know, if anything happens, you you stand on on solid ground. All right. Um, I hope you kind of that gave you some perspective on on what's happening with MOBE, the FTC, you know, how the Federal Trade Commission is is suing MOBE. Again, let's, uh, you know, let's put things into perspective. This is a lawsuit that has yet to be uh, decided by the court, okay? Um, So things are very, very early stages here. We'll see how this all ends up. Take care. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, select the bell icon so you can get notified every time we launch a new episode, or leave a five-star review if you're listening to this as a podcast. Before you leave, don't forget to click on that link in the description box, or go to guide.tiz.tv to get free instant access to the No BS Guide to Wealth. Thank you, and see you in the next episode.